The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, it's one of the most researched supplements around, and yet so many people have never heard about the benefits of propolis or bee glue. Listen close and see how it can help you. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town and what's new at Mother's Market. But first up, Dr. Mark Kaler has been involved in the natural products industry for well over 30 years, including retail, manufacturing, formulating, and private practice. He studied a variety of traditional healing approaches, including Eastern and Western herbalism, naturopathy, nutrition, and shamanism. Mark brings an eclectic perspective to the conversation with an emphasis on education and a truly holistic orientation. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Mark, how are you? I'm doing really good. It's a pleasure to be back. Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to the show's topic? Well, I've been involved in uh, natural products, natural healing, natural health. Uh, I actually like the phrase holistic healing a little bit better, but I think it's a overused and misused term, unfortunately, in the marketing community. Uh, but, you know, I've been in doing that for well over 30 years. Uh, I'm in the process of starting a nonprofit organization, uh, really built around the idea of moving beyond just disease and symptomatic treatment and and even just you know beyond prevention, but really maximizing our health and vitality. The idea that uh, our birthright really is a radiant health, you know, being the best you you can possibly be. And you know, having done this for so long, I'm really of the opinion that I think most people walk around a little bit of a fog. You know, we need our coffees or our sodas or you know our energy drinks to get going in the mornings. Got to have them in the afternoon to pick up for the afternoon or that you know candy bar or whatever it may be. So I'm really all about trying to find ways to, to maximize our health, our vitality, hopefully add years, you know, have, add uh, maybe some quality to those years and things. So uh, that's what I'm in the process of right now while I'm still consulting with some companies uh, in the natural products industry. Today we're talking about the benefits of propolis or bee glue. So Mark, let's start by asking, what is propolis and why do bees collect it? Yeah, this is an interesting substance. It's amazing to me that a lot of people aren't even familiar with it, uh, although we've been using it for very long times as humans. Uh, But propolis is, as you mentioned, bee glue. They used to think that bees use it primarily for structural purposes in the hive. They would uh, close up holes in the hive or cracks and things like that to seal it up. They thought it helped with vibration of the hive. Because you can imagine you got, you know, 5,000 bees in this little space all going, there's probably a lot of vibrational issues going on. Uh, but recently, they've actually discovered that bees seem to use it to help keep the hive sterile. They actually line the entrance of the hive with propolis so that every time a bee comes in from the outside, you know, it's bringing in germs and everything from the outside world. It actually goes through what I call bee wash. Uh, and the amazing thing about this is the bees seem to know that this is what they're using it for. It's not like, you know, this is nice stuff that's going to help our hive be structurally sound. What they've done is a number of studies where they introduce some sort of microbe or disease into the hive, and they find bees go out and actually gather more and more of this propolis. So on one level or another, uh, bees seem to be aware that this stuff is a potent and, you know, sterilizing compound. Uh, and in fact, the hive is probably the most sterile place on the planet outside of, you know, a high-tech lab where they've got to, you know, spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to clean the air and everything. So it's really quite some amazing things. And I think one of the interesting things bees do with it, if an invader gets in the hive, they will kill the invader. And they actually embalm them with this propolis so it doesn't degrade and break down, uh, you know, over time. And how has it been used historically by people? Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, we talked about bees would embalm intruders into the hive. Well, one of the first human uses of it was by the Egyptians where they would embalm the mummies 
uh, with propolis being one of the compounds in there because it is, in a sense, of great preservative, meaning it's going to kill bacteria and molds and yeast and all those types of things that break down. Uh, the pharaoh was known as the bee king. So, you know, for a very long time, bees and bee products have been associated, you know, with the gods. I, I think they called it the eternal health and, and life giver in, in ancient Egypt. Uh, but, the you know, the ancient Incas used it, the Persians, the Greeks used it. In fact, Roman legionnaires used to carry it around in their little medicine pouches. You know, if there was a wound, they would take this waxy resin and actually pack it on uh, to the wound. And believe it or not, there are a number of studies showing that uh, propolis is a very effective uh, wound healer. So science has confirmed that kind of traditional application of it. One of the interesting uses was Stradivarius used to wax his violins with propolis. Again, it's a waxy substance, so I'm, you know, I imagine it gave us a good shine. I don't think he probably cares too much about the microbial issues of it, but you know, it's just interesting that we've been using it for you know, a couple thousand years and more. How do people collect it? Yeah, well, that's actually really interesting. Bees will go out to these various plants, and there'll be resin oozing from a, you know, a broken twig, sometimes from a broken leaf or something like that. They gather it up on their hind legs. They carry it back to their hive on their hind legs. Uh, and uh, beekeepers, the way they actually do is they can actually have the, you know, they'll, they have these wooden hives now. They're not like the hives you see conventionally. Uh, and what they can do is they can pull them off in layers, and they'll actually scrape them because the bees will you know, naturally line that hive with it. So they actually stack these things with gaps between them so the bees are naturally going to want to fill up those gaps. So you just go in there with a big spatula, basically, and just kind of scrape that stuff up. It's interesting for beekeepers, they hated propolis. This, here's this waxy resin clogging up their beehives. For years, they thought, you know, this is just a, you know, it's a pain in the rear. You know, how do you get rid of this stuff? Well, wait a second. You know, since, you know, few past few decades, 1940s or so, now there's all this research on it, and so now they're harvesting it and saying, oh, you know, wonderful propolis. They're also finding bees are under a lot of threat right now, uh, and the hives that have uh, good propolis production are actually surviving better and, and doing much better. So I, I think right now beekeepers are actually uh, appreciating it a little more than they used to. And what is its primary use today? Well, I think in the West, most of us are familiar with it. Those of us who are familiar with propolis are familiar with its antimicrobial uh, and immune-boosting actions to it. It's antiviral. I actually call it the anti-supplement. You know, it's antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, uh, anti-yeast. You can go on and on, anti-tumor, anti-angiogenic, and some of those things, you know, hopefully we'll talk about. But it's a very effective antimicrobial, and I would probably argue that it may be nature's most potent antimicrobial. And the fact that it has dozens, if not hundreds, of compounds in there, all of which have antimicrobial actions with it. So it's kind of like attacking... Let's say you have a virus in your system. It's kind of like going in, you know, with 50 or 100 different drugs all attacking it instead of just giving somebody one drug to go after it. So it's extraordinarily potent uh, antifungal, antimicrobial, antiviral, and things like that. Uh, bacteria, it prevents the growth of it, inhibits cell division of bacteria, uh, destroys the protective envelope the bacteria need to kind of hide and survive in our system. Uh, antiviral actions, it prevents viral replication so they're not reproducing in the body. Uh, prevents viral replication, you know, so they don't get into the cells in the first place. Uh, in Asia, it's actually widely used and primarily used as an anti-cancer remedy. Uh, and it's backed up, again, by a growing amount of research. It not only boosts our body's immune responses, that's anti-metastatic, meaning it stops the spread of cancer, or can stop the spread. I don't I you know, want to be clear. I'm not making a claim this is a cure for any of these things, uh, just kind of reporting on the research that at this point in time I think is extraordinarily promising. Uh, it's anti-angiogenic. Uh, it's been tested against herpes simplex virus 1, herpes simplex virus 2, preventatively, topically, uh, therapeutically. Uh, I like it because uh, it plays well with conventional remedies, and that's always one of the problems you have. You know, can I take this with my pharmaceuticals and whatever? 
uh, and propolis across the board seems to benefit a lot of these pharmaceuticals, case in point in this area, antibiotics. It can actually potentiate the antibiotics, making them work better. Uh, it can reduce the bacterial tolerance buildup that can develop against bacteria, so these bacteria, I'm sorry, the bacteria don't develop resistance to the antibiotics, which is a, a huge, huge growing problem right now. And, uh, you know, in the coming decades, we're just going to hear more and more about the issue of there being bacteria out there we just have no way to kill. Taking propolis with it may prevent a lot of that from happening. At the same time, propolis can kill off a lot of these things that these antibiotics aren't killing. It's been tested against a number of antibiotic-resistant strains of bacteria, of viruses, uh, of yeast, candida, uh, and it effectively uh, shows that it can kill these things off. All at the same time, you know, it stops that resistance from de developing in the body. Uh, and then it works synergistically, making the, you know, the antibiotic work more effectively. So these antimicrobial actions, which again, I think we best know it for, uh, are just that alone, I think, make this a really powerful and wonderful remedy to add to our medicine chest. What form do you take it in? Yeah, well, you can take it in a number of different forms. Uh, Natura Nectar, which I think is the premium line of, of, pro, of uh, propolis products, uh, they make it in, in capsules. They also make a throat spray, which is really wonderful. Uh, it's really good tasting. It's a great way to give it to kids because it tastes really good. You don't have to make them swallow a pill. They open their mouth, they spray it. It's got a really wonderful berry flavor to it. In fact, they'll end up liking it. It tastes so good. Uh, then they also make a, a nasal spray, and that's really important when you're talking about upper respiratory tract infections. Uh, in fact, they've done clinical research with that nasal spray, specifically uh, showing it beneficial for prevention and treatment and reducing the severity of colds and flus. So they have a number of, of delivery mechanisms so that you can take it, apply it to the tissues, or you can take it internally and, and use it systemically. What other areas and actions is propolis used for? Yeah, that's a huge question. You know, it's... Uh, we could actually spend several hours, or I could spend several hours talking about these types of things. That's one of the most amazing and surprising things about propolis is when we know these well-established antimicrobial and immune benefits to it, there are actually too many other benefits that have been, that we've discovered over the last couple of decades uh, to propolis and the benefit that it brings to our health and healing, you know, to really cover in any short period of time. That's because there are really hundreds of compounds in here doing lots of wonderful things. And it contains these phenolics, these flavonoids, these are compounds that science is discovering and exploring more and more to having, you know, some wonderful benefits. Green tea has phenolics in it, onions. You know, there are a lot of superfoods that we think of as healing uh, all have, you know, these compounds. Uh, propolis is very high in these compounds. So it brings lots of benefits. Some of the benefits are asthma. It's been clinically studied. In fact, the Turin Nectar's product has been clinically studied for asthma, uh, reduced severity, reduced frequency of nighttime attacks. Uh, anti-inflammatory in the respiratory system as well as systemically and you know an asthma attack isn't an inflammatory reaction uh, oral health a number of studies on propolis for oral health preventing cavities uh, gingivitis uh, preventing mouth ulcers one study showed a 50 percent reduction in mouth ulcers using it preventively uh, it's anti-allergenic so you know uh, as we go into allergy season you can prevent those allergies balance the immune system uh, it, it reduces the number of leukotrienes and mast cells. These are the immune cells that get overreactive in allergies. Uh, so it works on a really basic level. Uh, otitis, inner ear infections, uh, again, great for kids. I wish I'd known about this as a kid. I was one of those kids that had earaches all the time. Uh, you know, they went in and ended up taking my tonsils out. I was always going over to the doctor's house at 2 in the morning getting my, you know, penicillin shot, uh, you know, in the dairy air and stuff. But it's liver protective. Uh, kidney, similar to milk thistle, you know, widely used herb. Uh, it's kidney protective, particularly against heavy metals. It's been studied against mercury, cadmium, lead, which uh, I think many of us are becoming more and more aware of. Certainly uh, those living in Flint and other areas that have water issues. 
Uh, I think a growing issue uh, is food poisoning. In fact, I just saw in the news last night a major chain had an issue with their pistachio nuts. They're getting recalled because of uh, food poisoning issues. Propolis is wonderful for food poisoning. Cardiovascular health, uh, one study showed 32% lowering the cholesterol, 21% lowering the uh, uh, triglycerides, 28% lowering of the non-HDL, or you know, the so-called semi-bad uh, cholesterol levels. Uh, brain protection, particularly with fluoride, and you know, when our water is fluoridated, uh, Orange County now fluoridates their water, uh, so it's useful and protective in that sense. One of the interesting applications that surprised me when I saw the research was bone health, uh, particularly for postmenopausal women. It increased osteoblasts, which are the cells that create more bone cells. Uh, it increases bone formulation, uh, new capillaries feeding the bones so they're able to do what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, protection against radiation, whether that be you know, sun radiation or whether that be uh, radiation from a therapy. Uh, and it may even potentiate that radiation in a therapeutic sense. So these are really just a small collection of, of the benefits and actions that Propolis has been studied for. It's kind of like a wonder drug. You know, it, it really is. And, and again, I, I keep going back to the fact it has literally hundreds of compounds. Uh, Brown Propolis has at least 300 compounds in there that we know that all of which have various therapeutic actions. And then just think about it. I mean, you start adding all these things up together, and they're all going to be coming at it from lots of different angles. So when we talk about something being antimicrobial, we're talking about lots of things being in there antimicrobial. So if you're a virus, Propolis extract comes along and starts attacking you, how are you going to fend it off when it's so many different things? Normally, we go in with one chemical, and we try to kill it. And what happens? We breed, you know, super bacteria in this regard. So, uh, you know, the fact that it has so many compounds doing so many things, I think, makes it a really wonderful uh, healing ally. Is all propolis the same? Yeah, it's actually not. Uh, some people may be surprised. There are actually three different types of propolis. Now, the propolis we've been talking about previous to this are basically the brown propolis. This is the most widely used. Uh, comes from pine, poplar, a number of things. Uh, green propolis, which has been studied over the last 50 years or so, comes from the backers plant, the southeast corner of Brazil. Uh, the newest propolis, which is only like a decade or so old, is red propolis. This comes from the mangroves in the northeast corner of, of Brazil. Uh, but they each have unique chemistry, unique compounds, uh, unique physiological actions in the body, you know, you know, different applications as far as health and healing goes. Uh, and propolis can vary seasonally as well. So what you get in the spring may be different from the fall, or what you get you know, in this county may be different from the next county. And that's why standardization, I think, is a good idea. And the Turinector, I think, is one of the only standardized propolis products out there. So you're guaranteed those active levels of those compounds. And then also propolis, because it's such a waxy resin, has to be extracted. And unfortunately, some people just, you know, take it straight or they put it in a capsule or tablet. The body just simply doesn't break it down. <clears throat> the other issue we have is uh, the, the tendency to extract it is to extract it with alcohol because it's so waxy and resin. Well, that's only going to pull out a certain list and range of compounds. You really need to pull out the, the alcohol-soluble and the water-soluble compounds. Because Natura Nectar has this green extraction, this proprietary extraction, they're able to actually extract it, pull out all these compounds, and remove it from the things that may be a concern, particularly allergens. You can imagine anything coming out of a beehive is going to have some pollen with it, uh, so allergies are concerned. This extraction process removes those common allergens. Uh, and to the company's credit, I like the fact they've gone out and they got a third-party, uh, a well-recognized European organization to test it to show that it's you know, allergen-free. Uh, these products have been sold now in Europe for like 25 years, and they're not seeing allergic reactions. In fact, it's probably good for people with allergies. So how it's extracted makes a big difference, what you're going to end up in that finished product. Because I don't know about you, I don't want to take a liquid extract, 95% alcohol, squirt it into my mouth and use it. It's, it's quite caustic. I mean, it, you know, unless you're you know, like a big, heavy, regular whiskey drinker, uh, it, it's probably too much. And you're not going to want to give that to a kid either. I mean, 
uh, plus you're not going to get everything in it. So, the, you know, the fact that they have special extraction, they have special propolises coming from unique, very pristine environments, very clean environments, and, you know, bees, they're going to travel far, so it needs to be a clean environment where they're picking it all up with. And uh, unfortunately, you know, a lot of the propolis on the market today is coming from China. We know they have lots of pollution issues. Uh, particularly with heavy metals. So where this propolis is sourced, I think, makes a huge difference. Wow, this is really interesting. Great information. And right now we need to take a quick break, but more from Dr. Mark in just a moment. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with Her Life Stages. The first of its kind, comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Mark Kaler, and we're talking about bee glue. So, Dr. Mark, what is the green used for? Well, green propolis is uh, mm. one of the growing uh, researched uh, types of propolis that are out there. Uh, it has many of the antimicrobial and immune benefits that we know from the brown propolis and things. So there's a lot of overlap when you talk about brown, green, and red, but there's some distinctive things that I think set them apart. Uh, we talk about the immune benefits. One of the recent studies shown that green propolis uh, keeps our immune system functioning when we're under a lot of stress. We know stress depletes the immune system. We know the vast majority of us are under too much stress. So that alone, I think, makes it a really wonderful remedy. Uh, it's neuroprotective, so it protects those brain cells, those neurons, allows them to keep doing what, you know, what they need to be doing. It protects the mitochondria, the little furnaces or engines that drive our cells. This is really important, just not just for health and energy over time, but also for longevity. There are a lot of people who think aging really is the breakdown and malfunctioning and loss of mitochondria in the body. Uh, inhibited 21 pro-inflammatory markers, so it's a very potent anti-inflammatory. Again, on a number of levels, in a number of ways, with a number of compounds doing these things. Uh, retina protection, it protects the retinas from free radical damage, a study from excessive amounts of light, uh, an improved insulin resistance. Uh, this is a growing issue, uh, not just for diabetics, but for cardiovascular health, Alzheimer's disease. Uh, the aging process even, uh, it's liver protective, uh, prevents lipid peroxidation, which is the oxidizing or the free radical damage associated with the, the membranes of the fats in the body, uh, liver cell viability, and it protects glutathione, a very important antioxidant the body uses in the liver in particular, uh, allergic rhinitis, so that uh, inflammatory issues of the sinuses that are associated with allergies, uh, ulcer inhibition. Uh, it contains a unique compound now that sets it apart from the other types of problems called artipillin C. And there's a growing body of research in this using it as a cancer therapy, uh, preventing cancer, uh, targeting cancer directly. Uh, one study showed it induced apoptosis or cell death on leukemia cells. 
uh, cancer that can be fairly difficult to treat. Uh, and again, it has a number of other compounds, not just the artipillin C. So I don't want to get into one of these things where we kind of lose sight of the forest because we're focused too much on the trees. There are, again, dozens of flavonoids and phenolics and things that are in there. Uh, anti-tumor, it kills cancer cells, uh, inhibit growth of cancer cells, uh, stop the proliferation or, you know, or the reproduction, so to speak, of the cancer cells. It's anti-angiogenic. It uh, stops new blood vessels from growing and occurring and feeding these cancers. Uh, may prevent the negative side effects associated with uh, conventional therapies, particularly chemotherapy. It's very protective of the blood cells. You know, we all know the problem with chemo is it goes in and it's not completely discriminatory. It doesn't go after just cancer. It goes after, unfortunately, healthy cells as well. Uh, studies shown that if you use it before a carcinogen is introduced, it may prevent cancer from occurring in the first place. Uh, and then another one of the areas that surprised me in the research was uh, now, this was a rat study, but I think it may be still applicable to humans. It may improve uh, sperm count and, and sperm health. Uh, it increased sperm production and increased uh, sperm count, uh, reduce what are called reactive oxygen species, which is basically free radical damage to the sperm. Uh, it supported the health of the overall reproductive or, or supportive tissues in that regard. Another study showed a benefit in increasing testosterone levels. So, you know, for an older individual, uh, it may be helpful in helping maintain that sexual life. For a man who may be having difficulty because of the quality of the sperms, it maybe has some wonderful applications and things there. But this just gives you kind of an idea of the diversity and range. I mean, we started off talking about stress in the immune system. Now we're talking about sperm count, but, you know, you can throw in inflammation and liver and all these other benefits. And, and again, I, I just think it's really intriguing. It's nice to see all this research coming out. There's literally, uh, you know, a handful of studies on propolis every week. People would really be amazed when they actually, you know, see the amount of research that's on it. I would argue that's probably one of the best research natural remedies that are out there. I understand there may be some specific benefits for women's health with the red propolis. Would you please tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, the red is the kind of the new kid on the block. It's the new up-and-comer. So the research is still very new about it. Uh, so we have a limited understanding based on the research. Now, we can look at the compounds and pretty much assume it's going to do a lot of the other things that the, the brown and the green do, but it has some unique compounds to it as well that I think give it some real special actions. Uh, it may turn out to be the most antimicrobial, meaning the best killer of, of microbes and bacteria and viruses and uh, yeasts and things in the body. Uh, there have been a couple comparative studies that have been extraordinarily favorable in that regard. Uh, so we're still kind of exploring that, but it seems to be very potent antimicrobial uh, it has the highest ORAC value. ORAC is a measure of antioxidant potential of any food out there. It used to be that clove they thought was the highest. This was way beyond clove. Uh, this is a laboratory measure. There's another measure called DPPH. I won't say the real name for it because I can never pronounce it. But it's a laboratory measure, again, of its antioxidant potential. It inhibited over 84% of the free radicals in, in the study, which, again, means it's very useful for aging and any, any disease or imbalances associated with free radical damage. Uh, uh, tested against a number of types of strep, and that's a growing issue. Tested against antibiotic resistance strep. Uh, arterial health, I think it's one of the best remedies we have for cardiovascular health. Uh, in fact, the national sales manager for Natura Nectar started taking the red propolis. Uh, his triglycerides dropped by like two-thirds uh, in the space of six months. When he went back to his doctor, his doctor w was flabbergasted. They went back and checked the tests to make sure the tests were accurate in the first place. Uh, so it's benefits as far as, you know, good LDL cholesterol levels, good HDL levels, and lowering those triglycerides, I think, is really quite profound. Uh, it can actually help the body remove cholesterol that lines the arteries, so it helps get rid of some of that buildup. It uh, can affect the mast cells and things that are also involved in that aspect. Uh, as a clinician who works a lot with cancer patients, uh, there's some really promising early research for pancreatic cancer, and this is significant because 
the five-year survival rate for pancreatic cancer is about 94%. Uh, uh, 94% of people don't make five years. Uh, so it's a very deadly, still a very difficult cancer to treat. Uh, it actually killed uh, pancreatic cancer cells. So uh, I would argue it's probably protective to pancreatic cancer cells, I mean, pancreatic healthy cells, and it may have some benefits uh, directly targeting this tissues, but it's still early in the game. Other actions, anti-androgenic, you know, stopping those blood vessels. Uh, it's been compared to a number of pharmaceuticals, and it's been e deemed equivalent to in leukemia and some other measures. So it works as well as some of these leading pharmaceuticals that we have uh, without all these negative side effects. Plus, it brings all these additional benefits uh, and things to the realm. Uh, tested against a number of fungal infections, the ones that cause athlete's foot, ringworm, jock itch. Uh, and what's interesting about it, it has a compound in there, an isoflavone, that's unique to this. No other propolis has isoflavones because this is the only propolis that's gathered from a legume. All the other ones tend to come from shrubs and trees. Uh, and they actually developed a, a product called East Femin, which they use for menopausal relief. And I can do a personal testimony for this. I'm not going through menopause myself. Uh, my wife was going through it, and I, I must admit it was not a pleasant experience for either of us. The mood swings, and she will attest to all this, were quite severe. The hot flashes were unfreaking believable. It's like she just walked into a sauna in 30 seconds and just started pouring sweat and things like that. She went on the product. She went on initially one a day. The symptoms started decreasing. She went on two a day after about three days. And in two days, the symptoms are gone. And she's been on it now for a couple of years. And it has been a blessing. I, I, you know, I will kiss the owner of this company over and over and over uh, for this amazing remedy. And it's nice that you know here we have one simple product, East Femin, they can have such a profound impact. I mean, my protocol for menopause used to be five or six different things that people would have to take. So to take just one or two capsules a day uh, and have these benefits, I think is pretty amazing. And, you know, I think red propolis were really at the tip of the iceberg kind of thing. I think we're going to be discovering more and more amazing applications. I think it's a legitimate anti-aging remedy. I really think when you look at the chemistry, when you look at the applications and the actions that we know, uh, I think it's much more effective than resveratrol is ever going to be. I think it's safer. It's going to bring a wider range of benefits. So I'm really excited about this one. Very interesting. So who should use propolis? Yeah, uh, you know, everyone. You know, we're all under immune attack. Uh, you know, we're all dealing with pollutants in the environment. Uh, we all have too much stress in the system. So it's preventative. It's protective. It's therapeutic. Uh, it supports a number of functions of, you know, cardiovascular and, and central nervous systems, you know, major systems in the body, supports a number of organ systems in the body. Uh, we know inflammation is a major cause or contributor to all chronic disease. It's anti-inflammatory, uh, great for kids. It's just wide use for everybody, preventively and therapeutically. And how often can you take it? Yeah, you know, the nice thing about these products that Natura Nectar makes is you don't have to take a lot of them. So one capsule a day uh, for a lot of them, preventatively is probably good for folks. Now, someone larger like myself, maybe two capsules a day. Uh, with a throat spray with the kids, it would just be one squirt, you know, in the morning, one squirt in the afternoon or, you know, in the evenings, and, and that would be enough. But therapeutically, you can probably do up to six capsules or so when you're using it for, you know, more severe applications. Well, thank you very much for your time, Dr. Mark. Some great advice, and we really appreciate your knowledge and look forward to having you on again. But in the meantime, get more information on Mark and his websites, propoliscience.org, and it's P-R-O-P-O-L-A-S, by the way, and radianthealthproject.com. You can learn more about his approach and his unique perspective on a healthy lifestyle. We look forward to your next visit. Thanks. It's been a pleasure. I always enjoy being here. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. 
Mothers recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.